Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim Adaf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Rosh Hashanah Adaf Tet Amud Bet, near the bottom of the Amud, and analyzing the next piece of the Mishnah, in which Rosh Chodesh Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for Nitiyah, for planting. Menalan, we'll see what that's about. But first, what's the source? Tichtiv Shalosh Shanim Yulachem Arelim. When you come to the land and you plant, for the first three years they will be Arelim. The fruit may not be eaten. Nuchtiv Ashanar and in the fourth year, it'll be Kodesh. If I leave Shana, Shana, Mitishrei, and the fact that it says Shanim and Shana, we apply just as we did with Shemitah from Tishrei, Dichtiv, Mereshita, Shana. V'ligmar Shana, Shana, Minisan. Same question we asked in the previous podcast. Why don't we learn from Nisan, Dichtiv, Mishon, Humachem, Mechoshea, Shana? And the same answer, Danin, Shana, Shenim, Achorashim, Shana, Shenim, Achorashim, and Danin, Shana, Shenim, Achorashim, Shana, Shenim, Achorashim. The uh, Torah in the, in Parsha Kedoshim uses the word Shana, Shana Raviit, without mentioning months. The same thing with the reference to Tishrei in Parshat Ekev, Mereshit Shana, as opposed to the reference in Shmot Yudbet, which is Chodshe Shana, a year of months. Tan Rabbanan. Chadanotea, with you plant, Chadamavrich graft, Chadamarkiv, another kind of grafting. If you did it, 30 days before Shemitah starts, Altalo Shana, then that counts for one year. Mutale Kamam Shemitah, and you're allowed to let this stuff continue in Shemitah, because it didn't violate Tosefet Shemitah. If it's less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, Lo Altalo Shana, it does not count as a year. And separately, you have to uh, take them out for Shemitah. You can't allow them to continue to grow. The fruit of this uh, tree are not uh, permitted until the 15th of Shvat. Im la'orla, la'orla, meaning in the third year, uh, they're, they're prohibited as orla until the 15th of Shvat, per Beitilel in their Mishnah, vim the next year, until the 15th of Shvat, it counts as net to revai. Okay, Menahan Emili, what's our source the 30 days before, and what's our source for Tu Bishvat? They eventually quote Rabbi Yanai, Amar Krat. It says on the fourth year it's Kodesh, and Roshna Chamishit, you can eat it. So it means that Uvashanar Vi'it, even though Uvashanar Vi'it is the next Pasuk, and you may eat it as Kodesh, they're reading it connected with the Vav back to Orla. Sometimes Orla could be in the fourth year, and sometimes Netravai will be in the fifth year. Which means that the years don't work at the same time, meaning a year begins in Tishrei, but the boundary for when it's no longer Orla, no longer Revai, is going to be Tubishvat a few months later. So you could be in the fourth year and still be Orla, you could still be the fifth year and still be Revai. Shana Meir says one day in a year is considered a year, and therefore you don't need thirty days. The Tanya Par Ha'amur B'Torah Stam. When the Torah says you have to bring a par, Ben Asim Meir says it has to be in its third year, which means two years and a day. That's its third year. Rabbi Lazar Meir Ben Asim He says no, it needs thirty days to be counted in the third year. So two two years and, and a month. Egel is Ben Shana, is a yearling. Ben Bakar is Ben Shtaim, a two-year-old, meaning within its second year. Par Ben Shalosh, Par is within its third, third year, which means two years and a day is already in its third year. So I feel it to even Rameir may agree, meaning, 
Our mayor says one day in a year is considered a year at the end of that year, which means this animal was born two years and a day ago. So now it's at the end of this time that one day counts as a year. But not beforehand. So for the 30 days before Shemitah, we need full 30 days. Look. I'm a rabbi of love, Kabachomer, who he says that doesn't work that way. Think about this. A nida needs to wait till the full end of her seventh day to go to the mikvah. But so but if she saw Dam at the end of the day, that counts as one day. So Shanash So if a year where one day counts at the end, certainly one day should count at the beginning. And Rameyer should not require thirty days of planting before Shemitah for it to count, to be okay. So Valamai, Rabbi Eliezer. So therefore, you think that our Mish- our Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer and not Rabbi Meir, and it's Rabbi Eliezer who says that you need to have thirty days. Shloshim or Shloshim by. Then according to him, you should need thirty days plus thirty days. Why did nine? Ain notin ven ma'avruchin ven ma'kivin erushvit pachot mishloshim yom l'fnei rosh hashanah. You may not plant or graft more than within thirty days of shmitah. V'imatav v'vrich v'rikiv ya'akor. And Rabbi Eliezer says that if you did so, you have to uproot it. Rabbi Yehuda says three days is enough. If it doesn't take, if the grafting doesn't take in three days, it'll never take. So three days is enough. They split the difference, say it's two weeks. That's not enough, so we have more. Of Nachman's comment is that Rav Nachman says that everybody agrees you need 30 days. The question is how much more than 30 days, which means, according to Rabbi Eliezer, who said you need 30 days, that's 60 days. According to Rabbi Yossi, um, you need, uh, Rabbi Yossi, sorry, according to Rabbi, to Rabbi Yehuda, you need three, 30 days plus 3, and according to Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon, you need 30 days plus 2 weeks, so in other words, about 74 days. Uh, even if you're like you'd need 33 days. So whose shita is it that says 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, if you planted the tree 30, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it's okay. Less than 30 is not okay. Who put the boundary there? There. We've got to go back to our mayor. He says, I agree, you need 30 days for the tree to take root. So according to our mayor, you should need 31. So Kasavra Huda Ayol Bishana uh sorry, Yom Shloshim Olelakan Lakan. A mayor's suggestion is that the thirtieth day counts both ways, means the thirtieth day will be Erev Rosh Hashanah will count also as the end of Klitan, also the beginning of the year. Right? This is the introduction of the, the end of the Mabul. In the six hundredth year in the first, on the first day of, on the 601st year, on the first, whatever that month is, on the first day of the month, it's only one day into the year, it's the first day of the first month, and they call it a year, so Rameir says, you see, that one day can be considered a full year. It's not meaning, not that you've passed a year, but it can be considered already having traversed a year. If it said 601 years, then you'd be right. That's the opposition of mayor. But here it says one year and 600. Meaning, the Shana is counting as the 600. It means, 
in the beginning of the 601st year, but not after 601 years. So that means that we don't consider that a whole year has passed just because you've already had a day into the year. Rebeliezer, my time. Why does Rebeliezer um, say that you need uh, the 30 days? It's only one day into the month. And they called it a month. That means that one day in a month is considered a month. And therefore, we just go up the scale. And therefore, if one day in a month is cons- can be considered a whole month, the first day of the month, therefore one month is needed to be able to be considered a year, and therefore he says you need 30 days to be considered a year, and therefore, according to Rebeliezer, if you had a par, it would have to be two years and a full month to be in its third year. A ben bakar would have to be a year and uh, 30 days to be considered in the second year, etc., Basically, you, a, a month is reckoned by its enumerators, which is days, so one day counts as a month, and therefore a year is counted by its enumerators, which is a month, and therefore you need a full month to be considered a year. Okay, we'll pick it up uh, with the very famous dispute between Rebbe and Yeshua about the creation of the world in the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.